The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Now the world don't move to the beat of just one drum. What might be right for you may not be right for some. Gentlemen, welcome back to the DWI podcast. My name is PC Tunney, and I am joined not by the other half of the world's greatest tag team never, but by one of the MVPs. Well, the MVP, the MVP. I'm sorry, the MVP of of what you talking about, PC? Uh, the MVP of the chair shot, Mr. Christopher Platt. I, you know, in fucking up there, I said called you the MVP like eight times in a row. So here you go. It'll never happen again. Seasons, greetings, and salutations, ladies and gentlemen. And the only thing I recall is you saying one of the MVPs. So it's all null and void. I, null and void. I fucked it up. I'm sorry. Well, don't be sorry, ho. Be careful. Okay, we can do what we can start over and do this again. This, this is we can go for third three. Get to take no, no, three. no, no, no. That was great. That was great. That was absolutely great. Spot on. Spot on. Spot on. We're gonna call you one take, Tunny. We both know that's not true from this past weekend. For either of us. But we also have one of the other current members of the DWI podcast. It is none other than the funky funky, and also phenomenal and fresh. I, I need to start drinking quicker because I'm not even halfway through this first beer yet. It's AJ Belaz. Cheers, man. I mean, yeah, drink that beer. I I mean, at least I got an MVP nomination, but I didn't win. Is, is that how that works? Since no, he's the Braves fan? I don't, he, he, he wins yeah, it. I just... Fuck that up. What can you do? He low key key played you too, uh, AJ. You just didn't pick up on it. He said one of the current members, like, they're going to get rid of you next week. This shit, DWI, this shit. Oh, trust me. I already knew this was going to happen. This is like the cast of ER or or Greg's Anatomy, man. It's just rotated. You know what I mean? (laughs) The only one that stays the same is old PC Anthony Edwards Tunney. And even he left. Oh, fuck. Who's going to do this show after I leave? Crazy, crazy. Well, only 698 more until I plan on hanging them up. So welcome to the 302nd edition of the DWI podcast. Uh, How's how's your weeks going, fellas? We're recording a little bit earlier this week. Holiday seasons are also hectic. DP couldn't make it this week. Chris, 
I know he texted you and said he's out on assignment because he was dying his hair. He got so pissed off at me calling him a ginger <laughs> all the time that he elected to get elective uh, surgery that is going to uh, permanently surgery. darken his oh, hair. Interesting. So he, so he's gonna come back here next week looking like Liam Neeson with that soy sauce dude that he had from Taken. Oh boy. Now nah, he, he he's gonna look like Robin Williams from like the early '90s with the super blonde hair. <laughs> All right. Well, he's gonna look like Wesley Snipes from Demolition Man. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> and oh boy. he got a skin change. <laughs> All right, we're we're gonna keep it moving along here today. Apparently, um, I, I don't know. I, wa- I wanted to. Th- this is this is just. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm not prepared for this show. I'm not prepared for the banter today. I, I have a few topics in front of me, and I guess we could talk about the different strokes and facts of life. The special was on last night. The cast was excellent. Um, I didn't get a chance to watch it. I'm probably going to watch it after we're done recording here. What do you remember about those two shows growing up, Chris? Because, AJ, you probably have never even seen either one of them. I mean, they were they were good shows, Tony. I mean, you know, we're we're around the same age. Any basically any child that was born after 1981, television was their third parent. That's just what it was. So we spent a lot of time in front of the boob tube. That's why we're all idiots right now. But that's neither here nor there. But growing up, hell, I didn't know the difference between a good show and a bad show. But these shows were pretty iconic. It, it's weird going back because sometimes on Stars they'll play older episodes of different strokes and that show was pretty fucking intense man to be considered around you know two two kids basically it was pretty intense and whoever had in the pool that todd bridges was gonna be the last person standing i hope you want somebody off of that because nobody would have took that bet around 1989 jack nobody but he's literally the last one standing and he, he made a cameo last night as well It was good to see him he looked good he looked healthy and yeah, man, I, I would say check it out. Go out your way to check it out. There were a few surprises on there. I'm not going to spoil those. Did you watch you. I'll it? let you see for yourself. You watched yeah, it? Yeah, I was, yeah. Okay. I'm looking yeah. forward to the surprises. So you watched both of them? Yeah. Kevin Hart? So they, yeah. Was that pretty oh, fucking he killed up? it. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah, he killed it. Absolutely well, killed it. Yeah, I'm just, running down, the ca- I'm just running down the cast here real quick. Um, Looks like they start with the facts of life here. Jennifer Aniston played Blair. Gabrielle mm-hmm. Union she played. She did a good job, too. Gabrielle Union played Tootie. Catherine Hahn played Joe. It was Agatha all along, Tony. Alyssa Tolman played Natalie. I have uh, no idea who that was, but she did well. Those are the, yeah. Kevin Hart played Arnold. John Lithgow was Mr. Drummond. That seems like those two probably were the best connection of the night. Uh, Jesus. Damon Waynes played uh, Willis. Did he have, Did he wear the wig? He did. He had the okay. the Willis Afro. Yes, he did. Say, yeah, okay. he was great. He 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 actually kind of went method on it because he was acting like a teenager, even though this motherfucker like sixty. Sure. Uh, <laughs> Ann Dowd played Mrs. Garrett. So there you Who go. Who was Ann Dowd? Because she she did double duty. Because you know because you know Facts of Life was a spinoff of Different Strokes. Because Mrs. Garrett was their housekeeper maid in the beginning, and then she went to go run the girls' school, and that's how we got the Facts of Life. And if I'm not mistaken, I think Tootie was Willis's girlfriend for a minute, too, on the show. He was knocking him down, man. Kim Fields. I know Janet Jackson was his so, girlfriend for a little bit. Ann Dowd. You asked who is Ann Dowd, right? Is that the, the bitch that wrote Atlas Shrug? 
This is the this is the actress that played um, a mother in The Handmaid's Tale and won an Emmy in 2017. That's the most famous thing I see about her. But yeah, she played Mrs. Garrett. Yeah, I'm gonna need some readers to to uh, listen to the show because that last joke I just dropped was actually kind of funny. I was I didn't even wasn't even listening to you. I was looking at my phone. Okay, cool. <clears throat> you don't want to say it again. You said Ann Dowd. I said, who was that? Is that the bitch that wrote Atlas Shrug? Oh, yeah, I never heard of Atlas Shrug. Exactly. That's why I didn't want to say it again. What was the point? Atlas. I shrugged, and then I said the word Atlas. All right, let's just let's just... Let's just get into the show. We're going to have uh, NFL Week 14 talk. We're going to bring over the the three-man weave part of it since you didn't get uh, didn't get your dose of that. I don't know. Do you guys want to talk any wrestling at all? Is there anything on your minds? None of us watched war games, I don't think. Did, nah. did y'all see, see Cody Rhodes back? <laughs> no. He went through no. the table, right? The flaming table. I'm not interested. It was so hilarious because he's the motherfucker that went through the flaming table Andrade totally overshot the table, but Cody was the one that pinned him. But the fire was sticking to his back. And so as he's pinning him, Andrade is not only patting off the fire on his own chest, he got to pat the fire off of the back off of Cody's back as well, as he's supposed to get pinned. I would go out your way to watch this. It's a complete shit show. First off, <laughs> Cody comes out, his back looks like you know how back in the day, Sonny, you would take the Elmer's glue and pour it on your hand and then pick it and, off. And then slowly peel. Yeah. 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 Right. yeah. Oh, you, yeah. Oh, you, you hit, I, I did that. it too. Yeah. I did it too. That, that, that's what Cody's back looked like. Oh, my God. It, 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 and, you know, obviously we didn't know what the spot was going to be at the end, but I'm assuming it was some sort of uh, flame resistant type of stuff. And then doing a little research, I found that's what it was. This is the type of shit that stuntmen and women use when they're on the set and they got to set themselves on fire. That way the fire doesn't get to you. The problem is it's not meant to be used after you've been wrestling for 25 minutes and your back's all sweaty and shit like that. So I think what happened was that between the sweat and the chemical, like the lacquer or whatever the fuck they had on the actual table started to like absorb into his back. That's why it took him so long to get that motherfucker from being on fire. I'm I'm not doing it justice, man. Y'all go out your way to go watch this match, even if you only watch I'm, like the last ten minutes of it. I was best. I, I got I got to see this Elmer's glue fucking kindergarten Ugh. back that he apparently has. Yeah, I don't even want to. It's a that. shit show. It's it's one of the things that's so bad is it's actually good. It's a complete shit show. <laughs> All right. Well, there you but, go. That's what's to watch in wrestling. Do, do, do you think baby oil? Week? Do you think baby oil would have been a, a factor in that too? Man, the, everybody would have died. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Yes, because baby oil is not flammable. Yeah, that that makes great sense. Hey, while we at it, why don't he just light his shit up with some Crisco and keep it pushing? Huh? <laughs> we have we have barbecued Cody. <laughs> kind of like when put a little Cr bit of bad JR baby cost. Oh baby. Kind of like when Kramer was using butter to shave and he dropped it into the <laughs> sauna and <laughs> Newman came by and started stirring the sauna and <laughs> Kramer turned into a chicken. <laughs> Anyway. By, the, by the end of the match, Cody's epidermis was extra crispy. I'm not saying, I'm just saying. There you go. There you go. Mm. All right. Well, we're going to talk a little NFL Week 14 here coming up. We're going to do some trivia, definitely. I noticed that I miss. How, how do you misspell trivia? All right, I fixed it. And a last call. 
We're going to tell you to the real experts to listen to on, and we're going to talk about the subject of the UFC 269 this weekend. So stick around. Here's a commercial. We'll be right back. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Welcome back, DWI podcast number 302. Um, man, I'm just lackluster today on this one. I, I don't know. Welcome to the 300s. Apparently, uh, Carl Malone has showed up. Yeah. We're mailing it in here. But uh, let's get into some NFL talk. It, it should be good. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll put forth three more three more percent of an effort here the rest of the way. Yay! All right, Lord Football enters week 14, which means we have four weeks left after this because the NFL is stupid and they're playing 17 games in a season. So, anyway, on with the games. Thursday, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Well, man, we don't need to talk about that. It already happened because this is playing on Saturday. We are recording on Wednesday. So I guess as listeners, you can find out whether or not we picked the game right. Steelers-Vikings tomorrow's, guys. What do you think? I mean, Steelers look like they've turned the ship around. Seems like the guys are aware that it's the last hurrah for Roethlisberger. So big win for them last week. Big loss for the Vikings last week to the Detroit Lions. Uh, but a tough tough place to play and, and win it in Minnesota. Oh, so it's in Minnesota? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm going with the home team, man. Stay away from those Thursday games. Do not bet those Thursday games. Stay away from them with your life. But I'm going to take the Vikings here. Shout out to the Steelers, man. They're getting it done with spit, bubblegum, and glue. Shout out to Mike Tomlin. Shout out to uh, Rapeless Burgers Corpse. There's something in Mike Tomlin's DNA that will not allow him to finish the season's up 500. Yeah, it's called excellency, sir. No, I'm, I, I can't disagree that Tomlin is that, that damn good. Not disagreeing at all. I just don't like Big Ben. So for me, Skull, Vikings win, because they need to come back after so, that loss to the then winless Lions. So Roethlisberger's last season, likely in the NFL, definitely in Pittsburgh. I heard... Rodgers or possibly Russell Wilson in Pittsburgh next year. Thoughts? You know how you know how pissed off I would be. Do you have any idea how pissed off I would be if that shit happens, uh, especially in that division with that team, when the most talented team is about an hour away 
over on the shores of Lake Erie where the rivers catch on fire because we hot. Yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't think off. that the Bengals were that close. Shit. Ain't nobody talking about no goddamn <laughs> Bengals. <laughs> Shit. I don't. I just Cal- don't. Team division. I just don't see Rodgers leaving. Uh, but I could see Russell Wilson heading to Pittsburgh, especially if Pete Carroll could possibly be done in Seattle. So we'll see. I don't know. I mean, he wanted to leave last year, and they right. brought in a, a, some shiny toys to try to appease him. Did nothing to fix that line, and now that team is – I don't want to call it a dumpster fire because technically they're still alive for the playoffs, but I don't think any of us anticipate them making it. So, yeah, he's not long for that Seattle life anyway. Well, let's – Russ. Stick- Let's stick. Go ahead. Yeah, finish your thought. Russ, bruh, come on down, man. I'll take you to B&M. I actually know the owners of B&M, man. I might be able to get your picture on the wall, okay? We can do that. We got Guy's Pizza. We got Zesty's Pizza, Presti's Pizza. Whatever you're into, man, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We have the Cleveland Municipal Art Center. I don't think that's what it's called, but it's some place where they they have art. We got the Playhouse Square. A lot of low-key culture in Cleveland, man. Flights are cheap out of there. You can get a big-ass house. Hell, man, if you paid half a million dollars for a house in Cleveland, you'd, you'd be, own an you, entire city. You, you, you would have an entire city to yourself, sir. <laughs> Just name it. The problem we'll is call it Rustburg. Yeah, the problem is you'd be living in Cleveland. I'm I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, Milwaukee says what? Wisconsin <laughs> says what? Oh, oh, we say championship. That's what we say. All right, let's let's talk about them Seattle Seahawks. Hey, you say fat bitches and too much cheese. <laughs> Jesus don't, Christ! Don't knock don't knock it till you tried it. Which one, the fat bitches or the cheese? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, good answer. Hey, man, it, it does. Get, hey, it, it gets cold up there in the Midwest, man. You got to do what you got to do. You gonna eat good. They always got good ass jobs, and it's more cushion for the pushing, baby. Seattle heads down to Houston Sunday as we stay on the Russell, the Love Muscle Wilson uh, train of thought. Oh. You just want what's his what's his wife's name? Is that Sierra? Very good, Tony. Yes. Oh, you just hoping she comes. If she ain't coming, then you're like, ah, oh, fuck, is he gonna stick around? What the fuck I'm gonna do, man, against an NFL quarterback? This motherfucker get hit for a living. I, I'm not fucking with him. <laughs> <laughs> you don't ever want to fight a motherfucker that gets hit for a living. That's just not smart. So I would imagine we're all taking Seattle here down in Houston. And by the way, I'm I. If you're listening, I I thought the Steelers were gonna win. Yeah. Uh, Thursday we'll see you, you you know while you listen you know who was right so um we all got Seattle here we got Seattle man just going back to Pittsburgh real quick man you know those Ravens games Pittsburgh and Baltimore they're always super physical and they're wars of attrition it was literally a war of attrition Harbaugh went for two because he didn't have any more cornerbacks and that's how they lost so see uh Pittsburgh is still licking their wounds today man I, I don't think physically they're going to be in shape to play a Thursday night game so that's why I'm going with Minnesota. Yeah, we all got Seattle in this one. That's why I uh, yeah, yeah, with, yeah, without a doubt. Last. Yeah. Well, let's transition right into the last two of the last three things we've talking about then. Noon Sunday, Baltimore heads right into Cleveland. Big, big, big. Another big, big divisional matchup. Let's Chris take it right to you. I mean, this is you and Ray are gonna be, you know, gutting this one out. What what are you expecting from this big uh divisional matchup Sunday? Because Browns lose. They're under 500. they They're probably looking up uh, at the playoffs. 
Yeah, this is a must win. You know, yeah. You you look at the schedule. It's not easy, but it's not inconceivable that they could win. You know, four out of their last five and and make the playoffs comfortably. But this is a must win right here. Baltimore is licking its wounds. You should have beat them the first time you played them. Just ram the ball down their throats. Stefanski, don't get too cute with the offense. You got two stud-ass running backs back there. I know the line is a little banged up. We One of our tackles is out for the year now. Just run the shit down their throat, okay? I don't know why Case Keenum's not playing. Baker is clearly not 100%. It's hard for me to believe that 100% of Case Keenum is worse than 25% of Baker, but whatever. It's a must-win. You got to win. They got to win. Do I think they will? I don't even want to answer that. Well, the Ravens so are no. the Ravens are two and two in their last four and haven't scored twenty points in those four games, AJ. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I'm still I'm not a Ravens fan, but I was screaming when I heard go for two. I understand go for the win, but you got the best kicker in the league at the moment. You, you could have taken into overtime, but that's that's last week's reason as to why I probably had an aneurysm about a fifth of vodka down my throat. The Ravens, like like Chris said, they're licking their wounds, and the Browns, I guess, are starting Baker, even though Baker obviously has that shoulder injury. But, I mean, Platt's right. All you got to do, give it to Kareem Hunt. Give it to Nick Chubb. That's all you need to do. You don't need to be fancy and throw it to Landry or Austin Hooper or David Njuku. No, you just hand that motherfucker off or do some screenplays, and there you go. Browns win, but... Now the Ravens are probably going to win because that's that's sadly life in Cleveland. I think this is uh, going to be Cleveland's game to win here, and you might want to be throwing the ball considering they're out of cornerbacks and what the status of the health of that defense is going to be. It's just the fact that, man, I mean, Baker Mayfield is not. He's regressed again, right? So this offense is, is really having trouble when they don't have someone that's not even consistent under center. So I, I still think that, uh, Cleveland wins this game on the on the back of, of a couple key passes and, and a running game against the Baltimore Ravens team that's dinged up on defense and does not have an, you know any explosion at the running back position. So, what are you talking about? The Ravens have Lamar Jackson. Well, that's the problem. There's no running backs there. Uh, Falcons Panthers, a very less exciting divisional matchup there in the <laughs> the NFC South. I have no idea who's going to win this game. If I had to pick, I guess I would take the Falcons, the better quarterback. What do you guys think? Any thoughts here? Yeah, I guess you would go Falcons here. This matchup isn't exactly making me moist. Can can they just both lose just, just so I don't no, have to deal with them? They cannot. That is a guarantee I can make. They cannot both lose. Yeah, I guess, I guess the Falcons, the Panthers are have been licking their wounds since Christian McCaffrey got placed on IR. So, and Super Cam ain't here to save the day. No, we got Cam Newton with his busted up arm. Makes me happy. I know, the sound of my voice doesn't sound like I'm happy, but I'm happy, trust me. All right, let's get to I guess I, Yeah, go ahead. I, the Falcons. I got the Falcons. Right. There's, there's no reason why they shouldn't win. Okay. Don't stress about it. It's not that important of a game. And <laughs> Let's talk about a much more meaningful divisional matchup this week is full of them. Let's head out to the 
AFC West. And the second biggest point spread of the week, Chiefs favored by nine and a half at home, taking on the Las Vegas Raiders. It's funny. I remember doing the show last week and making my picks against the spread, and there were a good handful of double-digit spreads last week. And this week, a lot better games. So this is one of the higher spreads. Vegas has been through a rough year. People think that that Kansas City offense has got to kick in sometime. AJ, how you feeling about Patty Mahomes moving forward the rest of the year? Because I believe we all think KC's winning this game at home. Yeah, the the Arrowhead Stadium's going to be way too loud for those Raiders to actually do anything positive merit. Mahomes will probably show that he's still Patty Mahomes. Motherfucker's going to sling the ball all the way to three kill or Travis Kelsey if Kelsey actually remembers he has hands and he's getting paid a ridiculous amount of money to catch a ball. But the Raiders have been hobbling for a while now. They're just getting by. That's not a dig on Carr. That's not a dig on anyone else. It's just that's just been the Raiders for the past, what, three, four years, just limping on by. You should have put a two in front of that last, what, 23, 24 years? Yeah, that's true. Well, no, they had that one playoff run, but then, you know, Carr got hurt. Yeah, you're not alive. You haven't been alive long enough to remember when the Raiders were a perennial powerhouse. No. No, I do. (laughs) No. I I guess Tony and I were kind of barely alive to remember that. I was about to say, the last time they won a Super Bowl was fucking against the Eagles in 80. Oh, don't, 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 don't do that. Well, you guys don't red, remember that? Red right eighty eight. Mm-hmm. You you don't you you don't know who they beat in the AFC Championship to get to the Super Bowl, do you? In what eighty? Yeah. I I want to say it's the, the Cleveland Browns. Oh, Cleveland that's Browns. right. Okay. That that was the play, and Brian Sipe threw the interception at the goal line. Red right eighty eight. He was actually the NFL. He was the MVP. That year, Brian Sight. That's how dope the Browns were. The game was in Cleveland because Cleveland had the top seed. Fucking red right 88 through the interception. Raiders going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That happened. That was the thing. You can look it up. Red right 88. Brian Sight. Cardiac kids. That's what they called them that year because they pulled all the games out the out their asses. And I, you know what? I, I guess apologize. they had a heart attack. I want to apologize to the listeners as we move along. I know everybody's dying to talk about 1980 Cleveland Browns football team here on the DWI podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah, because you got a yeah, because you got a plethora of interesting things for us to discuss. Dude, this uh, week, we're man. rocking Blow and rolling. We're rocking and rolling here today. This is one of the best first 30 minutes of DWI podcasts in the last one one episode. <laughs> yeah. <I> mean, <laughs> We, we peaked at Because last episode was really good, actually. I like last episode. I can't argue we're actually off to, sadly, a better start this episode than we were last episode. No, I can't last argue episode that. was hilarious. I don't know what to tell you. Last episode about, we were talking was... about pens, the fine points of them. Tony found his second. Tony, did you find that last one, by the way? Go fuck Let's yourself. Not. Let's, Let's not. move on. Where do I want to talk about? I haven't found it yet. When I find that pen, we'll have pen talk, too. Electric book <laughs> Put that shit on the Patreon or something, man. Don't force them to scissors. <laughs> That's a PC Tony promise. <laughs> All right. Saints heading to New York to take on the Jets. I not I mean, I think Sean Payton's good enough coach to take this team on the road and beat the Jets. 
I'll take the Jets in this one, man, in the upset. Who's uh, Taysom Hill? He's starting, right? Yeah, he throws the ball about as well as I do. And I'm yeah. batting 40. Jesus. I, I, that's not why I said yeah. I was saying yeah because that last game against the Cowboys, motherfucker thought he was Tim Tebow throwing that ball because that was those were No, terrible. that's the problem. He is Tim Tebow throwing that ball. And shame on y'all <laughs> down in New Orleans that wanted to start that man over my brother Jameis, who get well soon, brother. When you get ready physically, come back over here to the Cranber compound. We'll get you back right mentally, and we'll, you'll be right back out there like you left some, man, continuing your Pro Bowl season, leading your team to the postseason. Never mind. Keep Taysom. Keep Trevor Simeon. Ah, Platt just yeah. praised. Jameis Winston, I, I got to take a giant pull now. <laughs> Oh, you better watch your goddamn mouth. I don't give a shit about you and your Tampa Bay Buccaneers, okay? There is nothing wrong with Jameis Winston. That motherfucker threw for 30 touchdowns and 5,000 yards, man. There's no reason And 30 in interceptions in a under-500 season. Nah, semantics. There's no way in hell that motherfucker shouldn't be starting for an NFL team. He was getting it done this season. The play was a little spotty. Like, the last game he played, it was a little spotty. I'll give y'all that. But they were a hell of a lot better with Jameis behind uh, behind the center than any of these other jabronis they've been dragging out. Am I right? Am I right? Or am I right? No, you're right. You're right. I- I'm just – I'm still salty. Fucking 5,000 yards, 34 touchdowns, 30 interceptions, and was under 500. <sighs> Your team has two Super Bowls. And I, my team has none, hasn't even been there, and I'm twice your age. Shut the fuck up right now. I'm going to need you to shut the fuck up, including being the defending champions. So I'm going to need you to zip it, sir. Oh, you know what I found? I found the stuff I used last time we did the show without Dan. Damn it. Yeah, we got it in there. <laughs> Check that fucking box for the 300 seconds. It, it was like I was wiping while I was taking a crap on that one. I hope you know that. <laughs> Speaking of taking a crap, the Jacksonville Jaguars will be heading down to the Tennessee Titans. Uh, boy, oh boy, Platt, your argument about Ryan Tannehill not being a top-tier quarterback in the NFL comes truer and truer more and more this team plays without Derrick Henry. Go ahead. Go ahead. You you must not watch you must not watch the games. Okay, holler at me next month and let me know Tannehill's a top tier quarterback. Cause I mean obviously they're gonna make the playoffs, but holler at me next month. Who who said Tannehill's a top tier quarterback? Wait a minute. Whoa, time thank out. Thank you. Thank you. Time out. Thank no, you. He's, he's serviceable, thank but you. not top tier. Thank you. Name name thank ten you. name ten quarterbacks better than Ryan Tannehill at, that in the NFL. That's start. Okay. Tom Brady, Russell Wilson. Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Patty Mahomes. Um, what's my man Matthew? My man in um San Diego, the Chargers quarterback, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert. I'll give you Burrow. Joe Burrow. Okay, I'll give you Burrow. Jameis Winston. Still at nine. Yes. Shit, I'd take Kirk Cousins over fucking Tannehill. Still at yes. nine. Tyrod Taylor over freaking Tannehill. Still at nine. Yes. Still at nine. Mac Mac Jones. Still no, at we're, nine. we're at like thirteen now. 
Uh, uh, Dak Prescott. Okay, Gardner there's ten. Dak Prescott, there's right. ten. All right, you got it. There's All ten. Right. So he's a top eleven quarterback in the league. I mean, what do you oh, want from me? Oh, shut the fuck that's, <laughs> that's like almost top third. Gardner Minshew looked better than him in the past three games in that one start with Philly. What are you talking Man, about? Man, I might give you my pinky nail for Gardner Minshew right now in Cleveland. I ain't even gonna hold y'all. <laughs> That, that that motherfucker is the Chuck Norris of the NFL. I hope you know that. <laughs> Jaguars going to Tennessee and win this game? Ooh. Am I going to fuck a pig on Saturday night? I say I say no to that and yes to the Jaguars' victory on Sunday. You won't even eat a pig. That, 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 I, don't, I don't know your life. Yeah, how am I going to eat a pig and I don't eat a pig, AJ? How am I going to eat a pig and I don't eat pig? <laughs> Just because you don't need it, don't mean you don't pork it. Take it through. Take it through. <laughs> you guys are so close to having this show have a really good title, but all the lines you've used so far, it would that's too many words. We'll get there. We'll get there. All right, moving on. Uh, uh, speaking of Dak Prescott, Cowboys heading to Washington. It seems like these teams are heading in opposite directions. It very important divisional matchup here. Washington can pull within one football, uh, one one game in the standings, and I do believe they play each other again still. You look at what happened in Kansas City where people were talking about the receivers being the reason that Mahomes has thrown a few interceptions, and Mahomes comes out and he says, listen, I've thrown these balls in some tough spots. Those interceptions are on me. That's not those guys' fault. To Dallas, where Jerry Jones, someone that is the owner, someone that is the general manager, someone that is a football guy but is not a fucking coach of the Dallas Cowboys, decides he wants to come out publicly and criticize his receivers to defend Dak Prescott's play. What are you guys' thoughts on that? Because I think Jerry should probably take a step back and and caete tu boca. It's simple. He, he paid him a bazillion dollars, and he's got to protect his investment. If I had the bell, I would ring it because that's the uh, that's the only reason he paid Dak. Oh, if he had a bell, he would have... ring it. Yeah, smashing the... man. Yeah, <laughs> smashing. Yeah, thank you, Ringo. Yes. Does McCarthy still have COVID? Because if he does, I'm taking Dallas. I dig, I dig a Prescott. <laughs> I dig a Prescott, do you? Uh, I actually have the Washington redacted team. Really? Because they, they, they have been looking red hot. They've actually been looking like they have shit pulled together with Case Keenum here. They don't need Fitzmagic. As much uh, as that. Uh, 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 Case Keenum is riding the pine in Cleveland right now, sir. You talking about uh, Heineken? Heineken, thank you. Heineken's playing, yeah. Heineken, yeah, yeah that's what I said. Yeah, Heineken. yeah, yeah. Heineken, Heineken is Heineken. A, named ten quarterbacks better than Taylor Heineken. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! Man. I'm kidding. I'm uh, kidding. Boomer aside. Oh, <laughs> Boomer! <laughs> Boomer won an MVP, bro. <laughs> Vinny Testaverde. Testaverde. Listen, I just. Johnson. I, the hell? Oh man, come on now. Aaron Brooks. <laughs> Jeff Blake. No Cowboys in Washington football team. Let's go. Come on. Bring it back. Bring it back. Cowboys win on the road here. I say yes. I think they got that running game figured out, and they're going to run the ball over Washington. Yeah, I'm going to say you. I'm going Washington, uh, representing our best, bestest friend, the Attitude of Aggression, Big Dave. Dave Ungar and them Redskins. Yes, sir. Uh, I mean, Washington football team. Um Let's head on over to the 4 p.m. Eastern games. The red hot, red hot, I'm talking red hot Detroit Lions heading to Denver to take on the Broncos. Before we talk about this game, 
I've taken very much advantage of Dan Campbell's beautiful preseason press conference, and I would very much like to, uh, in the in the spirit of fairness, say something very positive. A couple couple things very positive about Dan Campbell. Um, if you watch that locker room after that win, his players love him. Okay, they may not be a very good football team. They may not be a very successful football team. But there's a lot of guys that look like they like playing for Dan Campbell and like Dan Campbell. So good for him. Two, the shootings that happened in Michigan um, this past week, Dan Campbell personally, in in a moment that he should have enjoyed uh, just to himself with the media and and collected his flowers there and, and gotten his cookies or whatever the fuck you want to call it, he said, that's not important right now. I want to mention the names of the people who, who were victims in this shooting and that tragically and sadly lost their lives and their families were, were hurt and everybody affected by this. And he took a moment there before putting himself second and put that first. So big cheers to Dan Campbell as a human being. Um, and, and for that reason, I I will not play the kneecap um, soundbite this week. I'll wait until next week when they have when they've lost again. So, gentlemen, I've got the Broncos at home. Uh, Lions Broncos. Hey, man, say what you want about Dan Campbell. And we've certainly had a lot of fun at his expense over this past year. But I've watched, don't ask me why, but I've seen probably about a good five, six, maybe even seven Detroit Lions games. And say what you want, but those mother farmers play hard. They play hard as hell for that man. And it's not his fault that they have a bit of a talent deficiency. It sucks that they may get the first pick, you know, what what all the pundits and experts are saying is kind of a weak NFL draft, but they play well, they play hard for him, man. And they've been in most of these games. So congratulations to them. And I, I second everything Tunney said as well. That being said, the Broncos defense is stellar top tier. So I don't they're, think... they're going to roll. They're going to steamroll. I don't think you can do this anymore, but you everybody knows that maybe everybody doesn't know this. Larry Bird was actually drafted in the NBA draft the year before he came into the NBA because Red yeah, Ar- don't, I don't, Red I don't think they do Auerbach that knew that's who he wanted yeah. and didn't care about having a draft pick that that came into the team that year. If it's a weak draft, wouldn't you just love to be able to go out and be like, all right, uh, what, what's the kid's name? Um, Young, I believe. Who's the quarterback from um, Alabama? He's going to win the oh, Heisman. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, I think it is Young. Yeah, yeah. He balled yeah. out on Saturday, too, but that's neither here nor there. I mean, he's a freshman, so I don't even think he's eligible to play. Don't you have to be two full years out of high school to be in the NFL? Isn't that the Is rule? it two? I think it. I thought. It, I think it's three. Is it three? Actually, okay. I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah. I, I, I think you can be a sophomore. Yeah, but you have to be three years out of high school. Oh. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I guess you're not. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. So that'd but be no, interesting that'd be if they great, could go. Yeah. Go ahead and know. take him right away. <laughs> anyway. That'd be nice. But the problem is, as soon as these guys declare, they sign with an agent, and an agent fronts some money. Well, they're so they can already live until they get drafted. You know what I mean? He's already signed a million-dollar contract, I believe, was one of the highest ones for the name, image, and likeness. Nice, nice. So, uh, speaking of that, let's drop in a little wrestling. Uh, WWE came out with their first 
round of name, image, and likeness signings for, you know, outside and potential future, outside athletes, potential future superstars. You guys, you guys seen that in the uh, DM today, right? I did. Yes, I did. I did not, but I, I knew this was coming. I'm, I'm mixed on it, man. I had mixed emotions about it. Number one, kudos to those men and women that get to continue their athletic career beyond the collegiate field. I just don't think this is a net positive for wrestling. Like it kind of helps to have people that actually like wrestling or know something about wrestling. Who gives a shit, man? This shit is over anyway, man. Let, let me just get off my soapbox and, and stop telling these kids to get off my lawn. Come on the lawn, kids. It's fine. Come take a shit on the lawn. Drop your drawers. Come shit on the lawn. Bring your dogs. Bring your moms. Bring your oh, hamsters. Bring your cats. Was that I'm not even going to continue what I was saying, man. It, Phil, it, who cares, man? Uh, who gives a shit? Didn't at a Flyers game one of the police dogs take a shit right on the logo at, at the center ice? Pretty sure. Pretty sure that, that happened. That Thank dog, you for reminding me of that. Being... That, that dog walked right out to center ice and let the fucking Philadelphia Flyers management know exactly how he feels about the team this year. Just dropped a fat deuce right on the logo, guys. Doesn't even matter if you have talent anymore, man. It's just a disposable fucking conveyor belt. It doesn't matter who's in the ring, who's wrestling. They all going to wrestle alike because they all getting trained by the same Mellon Farmers. Fuck it, man. I, I, I'm i just waiting for when Disney buys this bitch in two years and we get uh, Iron Man versus the Hulk as the main event for WrestleMania. <laughs> and now here's something you'll really enjoy. Burn it down! I, I anyway. Do, Mickey's mine. Why are you doing Mickey? I do Mickey. It was something that popped into my head. You don't see me over here doing Drew McIntyre. <laughs> okay, do, okay, do Drew, do Drew, do Drew McIntyre then. Oh, fuck so, you! You didn't even do Drew McIntyre. I didn't. And Daffy Duck, the ring announcer. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to WrestleMania. Oh, you're welcome. All right, Giants. All right. Chargers, New York versus L.A., and no one really cares. This is the largest spread of the week. Justin Herbert and the Chargers seemed like they were going to finally throw the ball downfield and had a victory last week. Giants, any chance here? The Giants might be the worst team in freaking football. No, not with the Lions, Jaguars, and Texans running around as Mellon Farmer. Uh, all right. The Giants yeah. need a new coach. They need a new quarterback. They should probably trade Barkley and blow the whole fucking thing up. You could say that about a, a third of the league right now, sir. Name 10 teams worse than the Giants. <laughs> uh, I didn't say they weren't one of the worst. I just said they weren't the worst with those three teams I named running around. Let's talk about the flip side. Let's talk about the glass being half full and, and with the Chargers. And, and what do you see as the ceiling for them in a potential playoff run, AJ? I, J- Justin Herbert, uh, you can even ask Andrew. I think he's a great freaking quarterback. I kind of wish he wasn't in Sandy, <clears throat> Los Angeles for the Chargers. But I just hope he doesn't become Phillip Rivers 2.0. You know, he, he's got the athleticism. He actually can lead his team. He actually knows what he's doing half, half the time. But hopefully a playoff run. Hopefully they get a playoff win out of the wild card getting into the divisional round. Cause I'm I'm all about them bolts for Sandy, <clears throat> Los Angeles. God, it's 
it's been like what four years and i still can't say that right yeah they haven't been in la for four years has it been that long i think so actually it doesn't matter man they can't stop the run that's a recipe for disaster in the playoffs third year i'm trying to look this is their third year in la because last year Philip Rivers played for the Colts, and then the year before, Philip Rivers last year for the Chargers, he was commuting for the first time ever from San Diego up to L.A. because he didn't want to move his family. So he played the first year they moved, so this is the third year. Okay, cool. So they're 7-5 and five right now, right? Yes, I predicted that. They are 7 and I five. predicted their okay. road victory against Cincinnati last week, by the way. Well, that was an easy one. Because Cincinnati's up. Cincinnati's fraudulent, man. They're they're not ready yet. But okay, so they played the Giants this week. So we'll we'll say eight and five. They got the Chiefs next week. That's eight and six. They got the Texans. That's nine and six. They got the Broncos. That could go either way. And then they close at home, or excuse me, at, on the road. Los Angeles or uh, Las Vegas versus the Raiders. So they're a 10-11 so win team. They, they, I say ten. They'll split those last two. I would say. That 10, 10 and 7 should get you in the playoffs, though, right? I would imagine. 10 and 7, 11 and 6. Yeah. I don't know. It's one of the most crowded. It should, but it's also the AFC. Well, it's one the of the AFC's most crowded standings ever. Like, if you just. <laughs> yeah, because all all those teams are going to beat each other up, man. They'll fuck around and be a, a 9 and 8 team that makes the playoffs in the AFC. Because everybody plays each other, too. Well, there's eight teams that either have four or five losses right now in the AFC. And that four is the least amount of losses with the division leaders. So things could change in a hurry. Plus you, you, you got to factor in the six and six teams and well, the yeah. dolphins are coming on strong. They're there's, what? Six and seven right now. And they're right. playing their hottest fish grease. There's pun intended because yeah. it's there's the dolphin. 13 teams in the AFC with at least six wins right now. So it should be really interesting down the stretch. Pete Rosell, uh, his dream is coming to fruition of, of parody within the national football league. Let's get back to some of the games this week. Uh, 49ers at taking on those Bengals we just talked about. The 49ers seem to be putting it together. For me, I'll take them on the road. I'll take another road team to win here. You know I can't bet for Kyle Shanahan, man. I'm going to take the Bungles in this one. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can't either. I don't... The Niners might have their... It look like they have their shit together, but that's the Bengals, as Platt said, look streaky. And after getting their asses handed to them by Herbert and the Chargers, yeah, yeah, they're probably gonna play off, but they're gonna play pissed and beat the ever living hell out of them. All right, okay. Shanahan's out of the Shanahan's. <laughs> I got the Niners for sure here. I'm telling you right now. You'll you'll see. You'll see. Uh, Bills with another tough game. First they get Belichick. Now they get Brady heading down to Tampa. AJ, I see your joy. What's going on? Bucks are looking good. Bills not so much. The Bills just need a running game. That's all they need. They just need to learn how to run the damn ball. Singletary's not doing it, or I don't even know who their backup is if Singletary's hurt. Moss and Brito. You you need to find a way to run that ball without Josh Allen having to use his legs. That's what I'm saying. You lost to Mac Jones throwing three times in your home 
in conditions that everyone's used to in Buffalo. Mac Jones literally tweeted, I've never played in the snow before. So the Bucks are Baby's winning. It's cold outside. The Bucks are winning. Baby's Brady's going to laugh outside. because he just beat up little brother again. And then I'm going to eat those words on Monday when the Bills uh, beat the Bucks, and my boss is going to rub it into my face for the end of time because he's a Bills fan. I don't know. The Bills really have not been playing well. They've really disappointed me. Um, I, I thought they were going to be the best team in the AFC this year. Chris, how about you? Yeah, man, they're kind of reeling right now. It's hard for me to believe they're going to stomp into Tampa and come out with a victory. I just pulled up their schedule trying to see if I can make some sense out of it. So they've, they've got Tampa coming up. I, I, I'm going to say that's a loss. Panthers, they should win. Then they got to play the Patriots again. The Falcons are frisky. The Jets, they should. They'll kill them by about 50. Like, I don't know if there's a guarantee that they'll make the postseason, man, considering yeah, well, how cluttered how many, up that AFC is. How many wins you know? do they have right now? Eight? Seven. What they? Seven. What, seven and They're six, seven, seven and five. And five. All okay. right. I'll give them at least three more wins. So. I might we'll give it's them gonna be two more. It's going to be interesting. They actually remind me of the Browns a lot from last year. Like, they beat up on bad teams, but they struggle versus good teams. Well, the parity in the NFL is in the schedule, right? Like, you finish first in your division, you're going to play the first, you know, team in the other divisions that you have those secondary games and stuff like that. So you're going to get a couple more difficult games where if you finish towards the bottom, you're going to get a couple less difficult games, apparently. Let, let's keep it on moving. We got two games left to talk about. I was wrong. I forgot to look at the spread on this game. This next game we're going to talk about, Sunday night football is the biggest spread at 12.5. The Packers are the favorite at home against the Chicago Bears. Justin Fields apparently has been medically cleared from the rib injury, and it's a game that the Bears as an organization really wanted him to get some experience in, and 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 being and playing in a big game like this at Lambeau Field. Any chance the Packers lose this game this week, gentlemen? No. No. Fire Nagy. Before you ruin this, before you ruin this kid's career, get Nagy up out of there and get him a real coach. Yeah, there's 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 no. There's no God. While you fire uh, Nagy, uh, get rid of the McCaskies, too. The owners of the Bears. Uh, just All right, I'll leave it there. I'll leave it there as a Packer fan. Last game of the week, Monday Night Football, of course. The Los Angeles Rams heading a little bit east to Arizona to face the Cardinals should be really interesting here to see if the Rams can put something together. A team that's added all these pieces that, you know, if you did it in baseball, you'd, you'd pretty much be guaranteed to get better at by position. But when you do it in football, it's a lot more connectivity there on the field than just plugging guys in. So ODB is there, um, or OJB, sorry. <laughs> Although you could call him ODB if you wanted to. OBJ, there we go. I got it right there that time. Uh, Von Miller added as well. Arizona, they've they've succeeded despite not having Hopkins and Murray for games. They did come back this week, and they are playing now. I think the play of James Conner at running back has been really – I don't think anybody expected him to continue to play as well as he did when he played well in Pittsburgh. Cardinals win this game at home, or do the Rams come out here with a much, much needed victory on the road, Chris? 
Well, that's the problem with the Rams. You brought up James Conner, but that's been their problem during this slide, man. They forgot that they need to run the football. I think that um, what's the brother, the the head coach, the the little whiz kid down there in, in uh, L.A. McVay. What's his name? McVay. Yeah, McVay. Sean McVay. He, yeah, McVay. He he been sitting up there watching Jared Goff throw the football for the past five seasons. He got like super enamored with uh, Matthew Stafford. Man, it's like you you've been dating an ugly bitch for the last five years. Then all of a sudden this. Y'all break up for whatever reason, and you find this beautiful dying piece of a woman, and you just want to do everything out of your mind to please her and make sure she doesn't go anywhere. You're just so enamored with her beauty. You got to take a step back, man, and remember what brought you to the dance, man. This was a run-first team. They would run the ball, and then that would create passing lanes for Jared Goff off the play action to connect with those receivers. Y'all throwing it way too much right now, and you're kind of exposing Matthew Stafford. So you need to get back to the fundamentals. I know it's hard because the running backs have been underwhelming, and you knew that coming in. That's why you went and got old boy from uh, New England and tried to dust off his corpse. But I'd rather talk about Arizona. It might be time to take them seriously right now. I mean, they've got speed and athleticism on both sides of the ball. They were able to hold it down like an anvil on a seesaw with Colt McCoy of all people speaking of ghost of Brown's past while Kyler Murray was convalescing. I, I'm not going to go as, as too far as to say that they're going to be the favorite out the NFC because they still have the albatross known as cliff Kingsbury, but they're legitimate. They're a legit team, man. There's a lot of talent on both sides of that ball for Arizona Monday night game. Ah, I'm going to go Arizona. Excuse me. I'm going to go Los Angeles because I think they need the game more. And I think Kyler, this is his first game back, so there may be the rust factor might factor into this as well. But I don't feel great about that pick. Uh, Kyler Murray I mean, played. La- Kyler Murray played last week, Chris. So did Hopkins. Thanks, Tony. Thanks, Tony. Well, I said that. Mm-hmm. You said this is first I know, week Tony. back. You said his first week back. I, I, I know. I don't want to misinform the listeners. I know. I know. I, know. I, know. I, I, I was there when I said it. <laughs> I was there when I said it. What you talking about, Chris? Uh, God. <laughs> Apparently but, nothing, Sonny. Apparently nothing. But, yeah, it, it seems weird with the Rams how they added all of these pieces with Von Miller and uh, OBJ. And then out of nowhere, they just start falling apart. And they just look bad. I find it ironic, but... I agree that it's a game they should win, but the Cardinals all have looked legit all year. Even in their losses, they still kind of look like, all right, shit, they're the ones that we have to beat now. Shut up, Brady. We don't need you. We we don't need you saying something. We we need to beat this young kid that just throws the football and runs around because he's five nothing. I I have the Cardinals winning this one. I got Arizona winning it. It's going to be a close game. It's probably going to come down to a kick from Matt Prater. Yes, Matt Prater is a Cardinal, but that that that's what I think it's going to be. It's probably going to be a high-scoring game. Rams look good, but the Cardinals are the Cardinals, and they are the new powerhouse of the West. <laughs> He's not a Cardinal, dumbass. You just said he was a kicker. Durr. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> idiot. Thanks, Platt. You were there. <laughs> I got the Rams winning this game, so it should be interesting. A lot of great divisional matchups this week in the NFL. Should make for a great week. Should make sure for some interesting games. 
definitely should be some upsets along the way. All right, I hope you're enjoying uh, episode 302 of the DWI podcast. Before we take a quick commercial break, Christopher, I, I heard that you do one hell of a t-shirt promo here for, for thechairshot.com. You didn't hear that. You just don't want to do it, motherfucker. And if speaking of things that you don't want to do, you don't want to have to be out there Christmas Eve. The only thing that's open is the drugstore. Your cousin from college is coming in. Your Aunt Tweety is coming in. And they just decided to come at the last minute. And you're like, holy shit, what am I going to get them from the drugstore besides some old school ass cologne and a bottle of fucking buttermilk? I have the great perfect solution for that. Why don't you do two things? You supply gifts for your family and support your favorite website for news, reviews, opinion, and analysis with attitude by going to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash The Chair Shot and picking up a few Chair Shot t-shirts. You can get one for yourself. I'm sure you're going to find something you love. We've got the Chair Shot bar logo established in 2017. Our, our young AJ likes to model that shirt a lot of the times. It's a super cool look. You'll enjoy that. We've got the Corona Chair Shot logo. That, that also is old school aunt tweety she's a jesus free you know that she's gonna be mad you ain't going to church christmas morning she's gonna be singing there singing her hymn books and shit like that won't let you play rudolph the red-nosed reindeer or or watch frosty the snowman because it's pagan right she thinks that shit is pagan boom i got you she's coming in jesus did the job his dad was the promoter praise him hallelujah Holy the Boko Shot should have came in a Chevy. She ain't got to know that shit got nothing to do with wrestling. You know what you need to do. And many, many other cool designs, all right? You got to buy gifts for these people that you might not like, but you got to love them because they're blood or their family, and that's how that goes. Go ahead and pick up a few T-shirts. They'll appreciate that more than some drugstore cologne. They'll appreciate that more than a bottle of buttermilk. What else do they sell at gas stations? What you going to get her a fucking emery board and a nail clipper? Come on, man. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shop. Tis the season. And if you type in the promo code Merry Christmas, some shit might happen. You might get something off. You might not. But then again, you might. And it's worth trying it. It might be a Christmas miracle. Try all that shit, Christmas. Merry Xmas. Christmas, Christmas. Maybe just the word Christmas. Uh, uh, come ye little drummer boy. Fucking jingle bells. Fucking jingle bell rock. Promo code Frosty. Promo code Rudolph. Promo code Charlie Brown Christmas. Promo code Bad Santa. Promo code Christmas Vacation. Promo code Winter Vacation. Promo code Winter Wonderland. Try all of them when you go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. And you may say something off your order at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Please and thank you. Thank you. And please, TheChairShot.com. We're not just a website. We're a movement. And your Aunt Tweety, she'll thank you. Thank you, Christopher Brevity Platt. We'll be right back, folks. This is the GWI Podcast. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. sitting here for like Didn't five be. minutes waiting to open this motherfucker i'm like i'm like stop talking about the goddamn rams let's go i need to open this beer <laughs> <laughs> which fair 
which is very fair. Uh, so since that beer crack, phenomenal funky facts. We all know it. We all love it. We all hate it if you're PC Tony. Yeah. It's, a, it's a love-hate relationship, like most things in life. Exactly. So I'm going to share a little bit of love, since I, I usually give it to, to Chris or, or Dan. So, Tony, one, two, or three. Door number one. Do-do-do-do. I don't have that sound effect, so I'll just have to kind of do that. Do-do-do. Something tells me you also don't have the final Jeopardy music. <laughs> I don't. I'm currently searching for something that is going <laughs> to... I was going to say, if, if I remember correctly... Searching. Searching for something. I'm so tired. Keep talking. I'm so tired. I don't even want to go into. I don't even want to go into what's up with that. I'm so tired right now. It's fucking ridiculous. I'm sure you people have noticed that they're not or uh, zesty usual Friday afternoon zesty selves here today. Yeah, we're we're the midday. God, I just want a beer and All relax right. and just. Sleep I got. Until- I got something I can play. I got a 24-second clip that, you know, I can, I can blame it on the alcohol. Go ahead. All right. Someone tells me it's that. Uh, so you said door number one? So question number one. Who is the first Ring of Honor pure champion? The very oh. first Ring of Honor pure champion. Do, 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 do. You really didn't have to do it, did you? I could have done this. That's the best we could come up with, ladies and gentlemen. I don't even know. What What's the pure champion? Is that a different belt? The pure championship was don't 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 do it, AJ. It's a whole thing. You missed it. it it's gone. It's you missed it. Okay, you just had to be there. It was a thing. It was great. So Platt says Jonathan Gresham. Tony, do you even have a I guess? Didn't, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't write anything down. I have an old answer. I'll give you. How's this? I this is this got to be it. How about yeah? No, no. Not, it's ring, it how about is that no. it? It's summer. No. It, 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 how about this? No. Is this it? No. Oops. No. Hold on. That's last week's question answers. Come on. Hold on. I got more. I got more. Lethal, I got more. Is it any of these? Is this right? Any of this right? No. Any of these Come on, right? man. I got a pee. Shit. Uh, flat. He was the he was the first when it got revised. It was lethal, wasn't it? Is it Daniel no. Bryan? Oh. It, it's AJ Styles back in 2004. Oh. Like I said, flat. You had the revision. You you had to revise when they had the tournament for it, which you know admirable that you actually remember that Ring of Honor was a thing this year, but this is totally obviously nice. they didn't. That totally pure nice. shit was the best thing in wrestling for a while, man. It was. I love the pure rules. Yeah, you were there for my you, epic a while yeah. back. Yeah, yeah. And freaking, you, you're allowed two rope breaks. It had to be traditional wrestling and stuff like that. Yeah, you couldn't yeah. go outside of the ring. Yeah, it was pretty good. Boring. So Platt. Platt, door number two or door number three? In honor of our formerly ginger brethren, get well soon, DPP. I'm going to take a deuce. Oh, he's dropping the deuce. Doodly-doo. <laughs> Jesus fuck, man. Oh, my God. All right. Get well soon, Dad. We need you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, we do. We apparently really do. Doodly-doo. Ah. <laughs> 
who was the first wrestler to win the WWE iteration of the Cruiserweight Championship and the X Division Championship? E or F? E, because they were still the WWE even when they bought WCW. So... Uh, I, I guess I'll do it since apparently we don't have music. I do do We did that in the round. That was great. Uh, what was the question again? God fucking Christ. Who was the first to win the WWE iteration oh, of the first Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know, the, I know the answer. Do you? I think I do. I mean, but it's beyond the time. Oh, relax. I make the rules around here. Oh. No, you can't even make a. So Tony said Kidman, right? Billy Kidman? I did. Platt said Shannon Moore. I, I like the answer, Shannon Moore, but sadly, Shannon Moore never won the X Division. Well, he did, but it was way after. It was actually Brian Kendrick. Uh, Kendrick was the first. Kendrick. Uh, Kendrick. I can't do the British shit. Oh, uh, yes, Brian Kendrick. Yes, yes, of course. Good, good old Spanky, yes. I dig a Brian Kendrick, man. Uh, who is Brian Kendrick's tag team partner as the original longest reigning SmackDown tag team champion? Oh, Paul Lundy. Paul Lundy. Oh, eh. yeah. no, that's right. I'm just kidding. My trivia questions don't count. I say what? We My do. trivia questions don't There's count. There's a reason why I do the trivia. What was the name? What was the name of their tag team? London and Kendrick. London. Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> Way to go! You got that. That was a trick question. Yeah. What? What? No brain cells wasted on the name of that team, dog. Uh. Like you know. Yeah. All like, right. How, how did how did Paul London get fired? I don't know. Did he fuck Stephanie? I don't know. How did Paul London get fired? Was he drunk he was, backstage? No. He when uh Vince had his uh death angle when the limo blew up, he was backstage laughing because he thought it was stupid. Uh, uh, and well, since Vince wrong. caught him, he fired him. Uh, he wasn't wrong. Wasn't a joke, man. And then, <laughs> Alrighty, last question. Door number three. And this one is th- this one you kind of have to think. If you need extra time, go for it. Don't tell me what to do. Who is the most decorated wrestler in WWE history? And I'm including WCW and ECW with that uh history. Just most overall titles. Okay. Most overall titles. Overall title. Alright. As, as as I take another thing of. All right, let's let's do this. I got something we played last time. People people like this one. We can do this here. What do we got here? It is. Where is it? This is it right here. We're gonna use this right here. We're gonna do and it. Then Tony's gonna, gonna have an ad. One of these things is not like the others. One of these things doesn't belong. Can you tell which thing is not like the other by the time I finish this song? It's not done yet. It's not done yet. And like I said, WWE and F and ECW. 
Time's up, Chris. You, time's up. Where's your answer? Time's oh. up already. Time's already up, Chris. The, the Federation, so the Land of Extreme, and WCW Wrestling. I got WCW. an answer. I got an answer. Yeah, what's your, what's your answer? I Let's got an answer. Cool, I'm glad. I've got an answer, <laughs> and I know it's I'm right. Happy for you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I got an answer. Nobody wins. Fine. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm, I, I might win. Tonight. Plot oh, says yeah. the Triple H. Oh, no. Tony says... Oh, yeah. Edge. Edge. That's a good one. Uh, Edge is in second with 31. Oh, is it uh, Jericho? Christian? Christian? Nope. It's something that is kind of bullshit, but it still counts. Oh, uh... truth No. Oh. Uh, Chavo? Uh, Hardcore Holly. What about me? What Raven? about Raven? Raven. Really? Twenty-seven oh. hardcore championships. Yeah, that don't count. And you, no one wins when AJ loses this week. Trivia is fucking over. That was ridiculous. No, no one wants to. No one. Come on, we can't fucking count that shit. Give me a break, to, guy. To, to be fair, it clearly was somebody that participated in ECW because he said that shit like three times. I just couldn't think of anybody. That won a bunch of titles outside of ECW, other than the Dudleys, and the Dudleys didn't do a bunch of slow shit. See, the problem is, is when no one gets a point, then AJ usually wins. But I think we're gonna call it a tie this week because that was total BS. As he rolls his eyes. <laughs> I got that. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> this one TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. It's time for last call, and I don't I don't have that, so we're gonna play this. All right, last call here. Don't drink alone. Drink with us. Listen to the DWI podcast. There you go. That's There's the tie-in right there. Either way, we got George Thurgood in there. Yeah, George Thurgood and the Destroyers. All right, last call. I actually want to talk about three different sports topics real quick in a lightning round. First of all, uh, UFC 269 tonight. If you want a much better opinion and a much better expert analysis, actual expert analysis, please go back and stroll through ChairShot Radio Network and find Five Rounds Podcast. Mags and uh, Carlos on there, they'll get you ready for everything this weekend. But gentlemen, huge, huge fight here. Huge card, actually. Uh, pretty pretty nice, decent card. I know that um, Amanda Nunes is fighting on this card against Juliana Pena. That was supposed to be on a previous card, mm-hmm. but I believe she tested positive for COVID. Um, but the big main event, the lightweight title... Charles Oliveira taking on Dustin Poirier. Poirier trying to get that lightweight title. He did take the next 
McGregor fight, Oliveira ended up winning the vacant title there, and he is now the lightweight champion. Obviously, we all think Nunes is going to win this. Is Nunes or Nunes? I hear it all the time. I'm sure it's Nunes, isn't it? I think it's Nunes. It could be wrong, though. I I don't want the entire, like, I don't want the Spanish community on my back, so I'm just going to say that's what I think. Hey, puppy. Um, I I think Poirier is going to win here. I'm not a big Oliveira fan, and I think Poirier is just a guy that has been put on this track to be maybe one of the top draws here for the next couple years in the UFC with his victories over McGregor. Who knows, maybe it comes full circle and they have a fight down the road, but that could be a ways away for McGregor as well. You guys' thoughts here on this big main event, this big double main event for UFC 269? Hey, man, last time I saw Poirier, he was beating the shit out of Conor McGregor. So, yeah, I'm with you, man. I'm going to go Poirier here. Shout out to Tank Davis, by the way, who broke his hand in his fight last Sunday and still won a decision. He's the best boxer that you never heard of. He's undefeated. He's uh, Floyd Mayweather's protege. Shout out to him. But, yeah, Poirier all day. Hey, hey. USAA. Jurday. I knew you were gonna say that. Uh, I'm I'm with everyone. Well, I guess I'm just with Platt on this one. If you have anything different, Tony, but I I'm saying Poirier is gonna win this one as well. He lit up McGregor, and I'm not McGregor is amazing, but he lit him up. He really did, and I don't think he's gonna let up trying to become the lightweight champion. So. Charles, sorry, man. Your reign as champ is probably slim. No, I mean, I... I and none. AJ said, your reign on the short... Your, your reign on the top is short like leprechauns, Chuck. No, I said uh, I said Poirier in, in, my, in my intro there with the question. I, I think he's going to be the one to do it here. It's the one I believe in. So let's let's move it on over basketball. The huge story in basketball right now: Steph Curry, 16 three-pointers as we record here on Wednesday before he takes the court Wednesday night. Steph Curry, 16 three-pointers away from breaking Ray Allen's record for most three-pointers in a career. Ray Allen reached the mark he did in 1,300 games. Steph's playing his 785th game tonight. Chris, Steph Curry, greatest shooter of a basketball in the history of basketballs. No question. Like, that's not even a question at this point, man. Not not only did he shatter the record, he did it in half the time. The more interesting question is, does he eclipse it tonight as we're recording this? Because this is their last home game for a little bit. They've got a bit of a, a road trip coming up after this, and I'm sure he would like to break that in front of his home crowd. Yeah, I'm I'm with everyone else on that. I, I, he's definitely the most amazing shooter that we've seen in the past, God, 20, 25 years, somewhere around there. Well, he's the best shooter ever. It's not even close. I mean, the things he does, they weren't even trying to do back then, you know? Yeah. And the amount of threes that he always shoots, like we said, shattered record, halftime. Yeah, he's definitely the best shooter. And they're playing the Trailblazers, right? They're playing Portland? Yes. Yeah, yeah he, but, he he he's but, probably gonna shatter it. So yeah, I was about to say, but does he break it tonight? Because I, I I gotta assume, like I said, they're going on a road trip after this home game. He's gonna mess around and shoot five or six of them in the first they, quarter just to see if he's got some flow and rhythm and mm-hmm. see if he can knock tackle it. But that's a lot. Sixteen threes, that's a lot, man. Well, in you, a game. 
you know, definitely the game has changed with the amount of threes taken, but I would still say the the feat is remarkable. He he, they would play in Philadelphia against his brother on Saturday night tonight. If if he, um, I I don't think he's gonna break the record tonight. If he did break the record tonight, as we record, and and he's playing at home, sixteen would not only break Ray Allen's record, but he would also break Clay Thompson's record for most threes in a game at fourteen. So he would break two records in one night. Here's a fact, Phil. Steph Curry has the most career games in the NBA with four three-pointers. Steph Curry has the most career games in the NBA with five three-pointers. Steph Curry has the most career games in the NBA with six three-pointers. Steph Curry has the most career games in the NBA with seven three-pointers. Steph Curry has the most games in the in, in his career in, in a game with eight three-pointers. Steph Curry has the most games in his career, uh, nine three-pointers. Steph Curry has the most games in a career... In the NBA, 10 three-pointers. Steph Curry has the most games career in the NBA with 11 three-pointers. Steph Curry has the most games in a career with 12 three-pointers. Steph Curry has the most games in his career with 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, or 12 three-pointers in one game. Yeah, he, he's definitely shattering it tonight. The, he's not. That, that's my opinion. He's not. There's no way. I'll bet. I'll give you three-to-one odds, anybody who wants to bet, that Steph Curry does not make... 16 three-pointers tonight or more. I'm not taking that either way. We've seen this man do the impossible, but again, 16 three-pointers, that's a lot of three-pointers in a game. So I I just know he's probably going to gun for it because he would like to break it at home. And if he doesn't do it tonight, it's not going to be broken at home. But no, I'm not taking that bet. That's a sucker's bet. (laughs) There's no way I'm betting that. Just like there's no way I'm betting Ever being part of a media scrum with uh, laying the hammer. Last. <laughs> that wasn't even a bet, man. That You just dropped. You wasn't willing to pick up that money that was on the ground. He wasn't there. Ass. Yeah, all it would have taken two or three uh, people to ask, hey, what hotel is he at? Last... Ambush that motherfucker at the bar. Last topic here. Tiger Woods will be playing next weekend in a golf tournament. It's not a full four-round PGA Tour event. It's a two-round event where it's a father-son scramble, so he's going to be playing with, I believe his kid's name is Charlie, right? He, he ain't going to be playing with Earl. I know that. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, boy. This is the DWI podcast. Damn. Um, so two-round scramble playing with his kids, which so will be interesting. You're going to get to see Tiger Woods out on the golf course. He's going to play around in back-to-back days, so he's definitely on the right track. And we'll be back at some point. He's already said that he, you know, full-time schedule is completely out of the window. But when's the last time that guy had a full-time schedule? So I would imagine he's going to get primed up for the majors when he can. And uh, we'll see. It's going to be difficult for him to win that way. But just the fact that he's back and out there and you can watch him. And, man, it looks like, you know, you hurt your leg. So what did Tiger do? And just went and blew up the arms. The guy's got some fucking guns now. If you haven't seen him, the upper body is blown up. Chris. The overall significance of Tiger Woods being back, and, and, you know, he's always fun to watch on TV, so at least you got that viewership fan aspect coming back, too. Most definitely, Tony. I couldn't have said it better than you, man. Just the fact that after that horrific car accident, that he's back on a golf course again, and we get to see him play again. From a selfish standpoint, I'm excited. From a non-selfish standpoint, good for Tiger, because I know he busted his ass to get make it back to this point. So... Anything that everything that he's given us up to this point, man, anything that we get on top of that is just dessert on top of the meal. 
So I'm just happy to see him back doing what he loves to do. And he gets to play with his son, which I'm sure that's got to be really cool because he's over the last, what, five to 10 years, he's really gone out of his way to cultivate that relationship with his kids and kind of put his life in perspective and his priorities in perspective. And, you know, he's salute, salute to Tigray, man. Yeah, with without a doubt, amazing. You know, like you said, the car crash, he came back. He's coming back. I can't even say he came back. He's coming back. And it might not be the pure form Tiger that we're all used to, you know, and all that, but it seems like he's having fun now that, you know, like you said, his kids are getting involved. He's going to play with them. They're going to go be on the greens, shoot off the tee. He's going to have fun. Even if he goes fucking eight over par, he's having fun. He's with his kid. And plus, non-selfish or, or even selfish reason, it's also good for business because how many people got into golf in the first place in like the past 15, 20 years because well, of Tiger Woods? Even not just that, but I mean that specifically, right, as a global sport outside of the profession, but the the new era of golfers, of the talent in golf is so much greater than it was before Tiger because Tiger inspired all these kids to come up and you had more athletes playing golf that would have played other sports, right? Yeah. So you kind of yeah, widen the, the talent thing, you kind of widen the talent pool for, for golfers coming up and coming in, Chris. No, I, yeah, I didn't mean to step on you, Tony. Oh, you're we're good. saying the exact same thing, man. You, you look at these guys that are golfing now as opposed to the guys that were golfing when we were coming up, like the John Daly's and the Lee Trevino's like these dudes are slim, trim, and jack to the gills right now, man. Like these, like you said, Tony, these are motherfucking athletes. No disrespect to Lee Trevino or, or even John Daly or nothing like that. But the difference is is palatable, you know. Right. He Tiger made it more popular, so more people wanted to do it, and he also brought in sports science to basically physically to the game. You know what I'm saying? He he changed the they changed the courses because of Tiger Woods, so yeah, because yeah. they didn't want that brother to break Nicholas' record, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> I don't know that that's necessarily <laughs> why. Also, also, don't 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 spill ill will to John Daly's name. Come on, bro. My <laughs> first driver was a John Daly. Man. I got nothing but love for John Daly. I used to be out there looking like John Daly with a goddamn black and mild hanging out my my mouth with my Timberlands on, teeing <laughs> off at the course like oh my John Daly shit. Yes. Black and mild in, in your mouth with a fucking little <laughs> light in your hand. <laughs> but light at the time, but same thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right, gentlemen. Very fun show this week. Glad we could get another one in the books. Thank you, everybody who listens. Um, let's get out of here, folks. Uh, AJ, tell everybody where they can find yourself. Well, you can find me on most of the social media, at PhenomenalAJB, AJB in all caps. I will also say this, not only will I be talking about MLW in the future, NWA is going to be back on YouTube approximately, well, since this is December 8th that we're recording. An entire month later, they are coming back to YouTube, so I will probably be peeking back in, being the original NWA guy for the chair shot and writing a little... Writing a little something for them, too. Sounds like a plan. Sounds like a plan. Christopher. 
Hey, y'all can find me on Twitter at the Real C Platt. Thanks for tuning in to this latest edition. Before I get out of here, I would be remiss if I did not posthumously congratulate the late great Buck O'Neill for getting voted into the Baseball Hall of Fame. For those that don't know, Buck O'Neill was a legendary Negro Leagues player. Me personally, I grew up, I was a huge baseball fan as a kid. Buck O'Neill, they would try him out on anything. He loved to talk. He loved to talk about baseball. He loved baseball. And I could sit and listen to that man talk for hours. He had stories upon stories upon stories. Anybody that was anybody from that era, he either knew them, played with them, played against them. He was absolutely a national treasure. I know he transitioned quite a few years ago, but he was recently voted into the uh, Major League Baseball Hall of Fame. I believe this week, if I'm not mistaken, or this weekend. So congratulations to Buck O'Neill. I only wish you would have been here to enjoy it, but your legacy lives on through the stories that you told, and now you are immortalized, so you will live forever, my friend. And to you, I salute you. Cheers and beers. Well said, Christopher. Well, well said. Uh, you can find me at PC Tunney on Twitter and Facebook. Head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shop. Make sure you pick yourself up a chair shot t-shirt continue to listen to everything on chair shot radio network we're really trying to pick up some steam and do a great job put out more great content for you so as things keep moving along for us we hope to provide more great things to listen to to throw ahead into your earballs there so for christopher platt for aj belaz for dpp who you can follow at it's me dpp who will most likely be back next week I want to let everybody know that you've been listening to another edition of the podcast known as D D W I. You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the facts of life. The facts of life. There's a time you gotta go and show you grow, and now you know about the facts of life. The facts of life. Chairshot.com. Always use your head. What did you say? 75% of the cast would have got it. Thechairshot.com. What the Always fuck? use your head. Go ahead. Say it again. Including Clovis Leachman. Now I'm going to play Dream Pie, so shut up. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.